You're listening to Make It Happen, a podcast for curious, big-hearted, purpose-driven creatives. I'm your host, Jen Carrington, and this is episode number 10. Welcome to the last full episode of season two of the show. It's been an honor to connect with you through this podcast each week and thank you so much for tuning in this season. I've had so much fun working on the show and I'm already excited to work on season three soon. If you've missed any episodes, you can find them all over at makeithappenpodcast.com and you can dig into season one over there too. I'll be back in the summer with the third season, but until then, you can keep up to date with me from my blog over at jencarrington.com and from my weekly letters that I send out every Sunday. These are probably my favourite place to connect with my community each week. And now on to today's episode, I invited Kayla Hollitz, a returning guest from season one, to come back onto the show so we could talk all about her journey since then and just have a really honest and awesome chat about making things happen, our creative process, and the exciting things that she has coming up soon. This is a great episode if you want to hear what it's like to take the leap into working for yourself and also just have a really honest insight into what it really looks like to make things happen along the way. Let's jump in. Hello, Kayla. Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to chat with you more, especially since I'm in a totally different place now than I was the last time we talked. So it'll be really fun. I had to have you back on the show. I know it's because we spoke, like we recorded this, like the first Make It Happen episode, like what, like summertime. And then we connected again to record my episode on your Power of We series. Yes. Yes. That was so much fun because I know you talked a lot about how you build community through your audio content, which was really, really amazing to have you on that audio series as well. But yeah, I'm so excited. I feel like every time we talk, we're doing some sort of audio content that we're creating in the process. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so funny because all the different times we've connected, we've both been like, we've transitioned both of us like in little and big ways. Like it's, and it's just like, this is what it looks like. Like we are not the same person three months later. <laughs> I know. It is so crazy to see really how much both of us have changed. And I'm sure it's going to be really apparent with this episode too. Yeah. Like I'm going to link the first episode with Kayla in the show notes. Like go and listen to that. And listen to this now if you're feeling like you're not moving fast enough or if it's messy because this is just this is this is the reality of it things change yeah. but Kate, so if we're, if we're pretending like everyone listening has already heard that first episode so if we're just going to pick right back up from your story <laughs> up to that point fill us in what has been happening since then what have you been up to what is your life like now wow Well, everything, like it's crazy to say everything has changed, but so much of of my life has changed since then. So to kind of back it up again, I was doing, or sorry, I'll I'll scratch that out. Um, (laughs) So back when we taped the first episode, I was working full time and really creating my blog on the side as kind of my side hustle. I still hadn't monetized yet, but I was getting ready to monetize. And I think in that episode, I even talked about monetizing first with an ebook, which is hilarious because if you go to my website, you will not see an ebook. I, I never <laughs> ended up creating that. And actually, what I ended up doing was I really found that community and brand coaching was where 
I really wanted to build my niche. And what was amazing about that was that Create Lounge, my my Twitter chat community, helped me really find my niche, which was amazing for me because I kept thinking about all these different products that I thought would be really fun to create. But really, when it came right down to it, I really wanted to work one-on-one with people, which I'm sure Jen understands as a coach as well. And I kept thinking about what I could help people with. And the blogging side was amazing. I love social media. But really what my audience was telling me was, we know you for community. And a lot of people who reached out to me with coaching, they were like, I want to build my own create lounge for my brand, for myself. And that just really hit me hard. And so I decided to really do community and brand coaching at the end of the year. I launched in December of 2015. And then shortly after that, I actually went into my my agency, um, the PR agency that I was working on at the time, and said, I am taking the leap. And if I'm not going to do it now, I'm never going to do it. And it's just the right time for me to do it. And so this will, you know, like two weeks, I'll be done. And my agency came back and did offer me an opportunity to work part-time with them. And it was going to hopefully kind of ease the transition for the both of us a little bit, me going into my full-time business and then kind of transitioning me out while I could train someone else to have my position. So that was something that I was thinking about. And I thought at the right time, you know, that was the way to go. And so I was working part-time, had some pretty consistent hours, but with some of the client work, it wasn't as as consistent as the, the kind of the Monday, Tuesday schedule that I had at the time. Uh, So now I've actually transitioned again, and this next week is going to be my first week of true, true full-time business, like working on my business only all week, which is going to be amazing since now I'm kind of shifting more to an agency partner role where instead of kind of having those consistent part-time hours, my agency will come to me with a proposal and say, hey, we think you'd be great for this project. Do you want to work on it or do you not have the time or, you know, so I can decline it. So it's been a really interesting transition, something that I think is a lot different than what people think when when kind of they, they quit their day jobs. But it's something that I do not regret at all. And it has been the way for me to kind of build confidence going into this new season. So I'm excited to talk more about it. I, and you know what came into my head? So you launched in December. Yes. And by the new year, it picked up enough traction that you knew you could put quitting your day job on the table. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty amazing. I told myself, you know, if I could, basically, if I could get about three to four months of clients booked out, then I would feel pretty comfortable in thinking about leaping from my job. And the amazing thing was before I even launched and I just kind of put feelers out there, I didn't have any copy. I didn't have anything out there. I just had like a little cover page that's like, work with me if you'd like, basically. And it was really amazing because I had already booked out that far in advance before launching. So that's when I really knew that I could think about doing this. And then with the official launch, everything has been wonderful. So I've been really, really thankful about that. And I really think that a lot of that, again, comes from all of that time, that two years that I spent blogging and putting out a ton of value. And and I still wasn't monetizing at the time. But again, when I was ready to monetize, I had that community. And I had people who were really invested in me because I had invested in them. 
Yeah, that was exactly what I was thinking. That that blog post you wrote, what we spoke about last time about mm-hmm. not monetizing in the first year because so I recently shared a post on my blog all about like my blogging and business journey so far. Because so I've been running like the I've been coaching for like like a year and two months now. Mm-hmm. And I my business like brought me started bringing me in a full-time income within less than like two months and to many that's crazy but then I realized I've been working on my brand for three years and I am so damn grateful that I I didn't know it was going to become this yeah (laughs) putting in that work beforehand and taking my time and just following my curiosity and my intuition I'm so glad that was my journey I know that's not going to be everyone's journey but Mm -hmm. it's so interesting how we've had a really similar one because I don't know it's it you know like I always think of like I wrote I did a whole mini episode and it's like there's like a mountain climbing phase in business but when you've when you've like done all that like community building and like you've built your know like and trust factor already yeah the it's it's a really great place to be in if you can launch a business in that space and so it's just so interesting to see the similarities for both of us yeah absolutely and I'd say especially with that one-on-one work too because I'm sure a lot of people for you Jen I mean they reach out to you and they want you to be their coach because of you right so Mm -hmm. you doing the podcast and having your blog for so long all of those things allow people to connect with you and so that's what I've kind of been doing in my own way too especially with with create lounge the twitter chat there's been a lot of people who have been able to kind of connect with me that way as well as the blog and now there's going to be a whole other slew um, of Crate Lounge projects which is going to be really fun which I'm sure we'll talk about later on as well but yeah it's all about really being generous with all of that value and then just knowing that when you're ready to monetize when you're ready to kind of take that next step there's going to be a group of people that are just going to be rah-rah behind you. Yeah I think I keep Coming, I had this conversation so many times with clients recently. I think a lot of people in the digital space, everyone kind of has, anyone who's making things happen kind of has a secret weapon. Like your secret weapon is Create Lounge. Yes. And my yes. secret weapon is the podcast. And although we both have blogs and like emails mm-hmm. that we send out to, this is one thing that we've done that has been able to move our brand forward in ways that it couldn't without that certain secret weapon. Yeah, absolutely. And I think what's so funny about it is that you know, when before I started Create Lounge, I really, you know, I had rebranded a few times. I was really just experimenting with lots of different things. And it was so funny that when I finally stopped looking for that next big thing, it really kind of found me, which I think was really amazing that I just kind of started this Twitter chat because I said, hey, there's there's no Twitter chats out here for creative bloggers and entrepreneurs. I need this space. And I'm sure other people want this space too. So I'm just going to start it, facilitate it. We'll see how it goes. And now it is the main, you know, driver of my business and just it's completely my heart's work. So it's just interesting how that can happen. And all it takes is really just one step forward. And you know, what I love more than anything is neither of us have stopped in the evolution phase of these projects. Like, yeah. So you're like, Make It Happen season two that we're in right now is going to wrap up really soon. And season three will be back in a few months. And I'm switching things up for season three, like in little ways, because I, this is like my baby. Yes. <laughs> and I could keep just doing exactly the same thing, but I got some, I don't know, my brain is evolving with it and where my heart's work is with this right now. And it's great because like you, you've got something different coming up with Crate Lounge soon. Yes. It's great to, your secret weapon, like the worst thing we can do is keep it stagnant. It's just mm-hmm. like, and like you said, 
I loved that idea. For me, I did make it happen because I was obsessed with podcasts. Mm, mm-hmm. And I just wanted to add, I just wanted to do my own. I didn't think it would become such a big marketing and growth tool for my business. And I just, I didn't know what it was capable of until it showed me itself. And it's, so when you start things in the very organic and solving your own problem, yes. because you, because you, it's, it's just pretty amazing. I don't know. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I am a fierce believer in happy accident, passion projects. Like honestly, if you have something that's on your heart, start it and then don't necessarily put any pressure on yourself for it to turn into this, this next thing. Um, because what you'll find is when it is something that really is coming from your heart or like you were talking about with a, sol- you know, offering a solution as well, you're going to find that it's going to grow into something beyond what you could have ever thought it could be. So just put it out there yeah and you know this is like deep work I've been going through in my own journey and with my clients is like we cannot do incredible work creatively if we're holding on to the outcome too much Mm, absolutely yeah like people we're such a goal-driven industry and like what's happened but I I want to be vision driven and I want to be um heart driven and curiosity driven and I'm driven by like something deeper than just this is what I want to achieve with this because you know if all if all I'm doing is to get a tangible result it's not going to be as meaningful as if it can show me what it's capable of that I didn't even know already absolutely yeah I know When I was in Q1 of this year, I was actually pretty deep into the planning stage. And I, to be honest, I think I spent too much time there where it started to feel like, oh my gosh, what is my next step forward? I don't even know. And sometimes you just get to a point where you just have to abandon those plans as as comforting as sometimes they can be and just do something because you're going to find what it's going to bring you next to. And a lot of the times you can't necessarily plan for that. So just being open to that evolution, like we were talking about before and just sharing something of value because the right people are going to connect with that yeah are you doing the um the 12 week year this year um you know I haven't I haven't have you been so I didn't realize that I was doing (laughs) so I didn't know this was a concept and then I saw someone Instagram about it the other day so for anyone listening the 12 week year is approaching your year in quarters Mm -hmm. so doing 12 weeks and then taking a week to reflect and plan ahead so you know, planning our lives for 12 months is pretty crazy. Anything can happen in oh that Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's especially in business, um, especially in online business where it's moving so fast and so mm-hmm. many things are changing. I, so I'm kind of focusing on quarterly seasons. So quarter one's just ended, mm-hmm. which has been, I've loved this quarter, but for very like, um, I've, I've had a very slow quarter, not like, not work-wise, but just like, um, in my approach like yeah. I slowed down really taking care of myself and really taking care of my business and now I'm literally going to spend like the next week taking a bit of a step back and just like looking back looking ahead you yeah, know the tw- this is totally off topic but the 12 week year focusing in quarters is helpful for mm. me instead so it doesn't feel like there's just this big huge year to tackle yeah. it's just like <laughs> I'll take it a quarter at a time I'll just take it a quarter at a time absolutely I think that's really smart that you're thinking about the pace that works right for you and I know for me because I really like to try and you know hustle as much as I can and then have kind of those little pockets of rest in between or even fitting them into you know at the end of my week whatever it may look like, but I like to kind of go with 
looking at my months instead of of quarters. But at the same time, when I look back at like the real seasons, I feel like a quarter is a really nice way of kind of packaging a season and what you've learned from that. Yeah. Like I, I do everything like I, so I, we, I spoke about this on the second podcast of this season. So even like financially with my quarters, I kind of look at everything in a financial quarter divided by three. And like, that's why I work out what I earned each month. And mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. and cause I always feel like, you know, for me in this quarter, like January was like preparing, February was like experimenting. And then March was for like living what I was trying to do. I don't know. It's I been a really, it. yeah, I just, I don't know. It's, um. I felt we both had really interesting quarters and I love how you shared that you spent too much in the planning stage because or like you felt like that afterwards mm-hmm. because I, that catches us all out doesn't it just overthinking everything oh yeah absolutely I mean you can keep second guessing yourself um second days till Sunday you know and and keep thinking about all of these things that your brand could turn into, but sometimes it really is just important to try different things. And that's something that in the past I've always been really good at. And I think when I was, you know, first starting my business, it was kind of difficult for me because again, this is a totally new territory for me, as I'm sure for a lot of people listening, it is too. And there are a lot of different things to think about, but I think sometimes we need to remember what our strengths are and what we're good at. And so I had to really just go back to that and say, okay, I'm really good at experimenting. I'm really good at actually being able to launch different things and take feedback pretty well and then shift things around. So that's what I need to keep doing and making sure that the planning is not keeping me from doing that. Yeah, if people can just take that on board, I just, that is such an important part of this journey. Absolutely, yeah. It's all about knowing what your creative process is like too because your creative process is going to be able to help you in all areas of business when you really own it for yourself and and not try and, you know, emulate what somebody else's process is. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to dig into creative process like super soon in this podcast because I can't wait to talk about you, talk talk about you, talk with you. (laughs) So because we're both coaches and I don't think, apart from Sarah, who's on the podcast a few weeks ago, who's an Instagram coach, but there's a lot of other cool things. I, unless I've someone has dropped from my mind, I don't think I've had another coach on this season. And so in a very selfish way, because I love coaching, I'm so passionate about it. <laughs> like, what are you learning as a coach, like jumping into this? Like, yeah, I, maybe I, might, I just love it too much. But yeah, like, I'd love to just talk about what we're learning as coaches on a personal level and on like a professional level too. Absolutely. So I think the main thing I'm learning is just really how valuable it is to sit down one-on-one with someone. And I mean, it seems like the most simple answer, but truly, you know, when I do think about you know, the products and and different things that I'm hoping to work on in 2016, all of that is really awesome. But there's really nothing that can quite replace that one-on-one attention that you get with someone that can truly help you exactly with where you are and and where you really want to go and kind of help you with some of those blocks that you are experiencing along the way. And I have found that, especially since I, I help people build sustainable, organically grown communities, that is something that is really personal, you know, and a lot of people are going to have different hearts behind their community. So it's never a one size fits all kind of approach. But it's just been amazing to me to be able to help so many different people who have very different brands and are all giving completely different value. But they're all wanting to connect with 
their target audience. And it's just amazing to me because community is my heart's work. So to see other people who share the same heart also gives me a lot of hope for online business too, um, to see that other people are kind of where I'm at too. I love that. I um, I always, I've been really thinking in the recent months that coaching is a way to make space for I like like I don't know if you've ever like I feel like some people think that coaches are here to like tell people what to do yeah whereas really it's it's about making space for someone to figure out what they want to do and what's the best way for them to do it and that's what I've noticed it's, it's about making space and I think going through a coaching engagement is just an opportunity for you to make space for more more growth more clarity like whatever it is and that's what I don't know like I'm really in love with my craft at the moment yeah and yeah so I I think I love what you do Kayla because I think it's so important and I think it's one of the most relevant parts of building a business but you're coming at it from such an authentic place and such like like such a real place not just like a follow these 10 steps and build your community yeah (laughs) because I don't know about you like every client is different every client is messy and wonderful in their own way and every client has different skills and different things driving them Mm -hmm. and I I you know I love it and I think coaching is a wonderful way to make space for personal growth professional growth yes. and but as a coach as well like we we kind of like shared what's the word like before we jumped on recording we were like kind of sharing like our experiences but as a coach what is the biggest has it taught you a lot about, for me it's taught me a lot about myself have you had a similar mm. experience yeah absolutely it's really taught me not only how I teach but also kind of how I internalize things how I learn um, and just how I collaborate with people as well because that's something that has been huge actually with create lounge is that you know, as we are kind of going to have different extensions of the community, it's always great to coach and kind of collaborate that way because it helps me collaborate more with people in the community who want to be more of a part of what we're doing. So yeah, I mean, everything just kind of feeds into each other in a really natural, beautiful way. Yeah, I love that. (laughs) And so, okay, let's dig into creative process because you wrote an incredible <laughs> blog post um a few weeks back now I remember I shared it on Twitter I was like everyone needs to read this <laughs> um it was the most like honest it spoke to me because I was like this is what it's like so yeah t- t- for anyone listening who hasn't read that blog post give us the give us the general gist of it yeah absolutely well thank you so much for that and that that post really just came out of me feeling like there was a lot of noise out there of people just saying this is like your specific formula or this is even how like you need to structure your day. And my day has always looked completely different than how a lot of other people spend their day, which is totally fine because I'm able to kind of design my life the way that I know that my creative process works. And so one of the things that I really talked about in the creative process, um, you know, in that post was just being able to own that creative process. And the more that you discover it, the more you're going to be able to see kind of the differences. And those quirks that you have are actually a really, really good thing. Instead of kind of feeling strange and and kind of weird about them, own them. Like those are really awesome things because that's what's going to allow you to get to kind of that next step of brainstorming and that next step of writing and whatever you're doing. So one of my quirks is that I'm a pretty scattered person and a lot of people think that scattered is a dirty word, but it's something that I wear pretty proudly because I know that my best brainstorms are done when I have post-it notes. I have them all over my wall and there are some people who just 
would not be able to do that. They have to be pen and paper or they have to be doing it on their computer. But I know that that's how I tick. So it's just learning what works for you and then doing that thing because you're going to get a much better outcome from whatever you're doing. Yeah, I feel like the worst thing we could possibly do is try and box ourselves into someone else's version of a morning routine or a productive day or yes. how to get into the right mindset to work. Like we've all been there because especially when, especially when you're faced with this blank canvas of a week and all these things you need to get done in your business. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're just like, oh, okay, so this person said I should do it this way, but wait, this person says I should do it this way. Yeah, absolutely. And wait, what do I want to do? And so I have learned that just ex- taking ownership of how you work best. Mm-hmm taking ownership of how you create best and listening to yourself like I listen I reflect so much like I probably like if people could see how much I reflect it would probably bore them to tears (laughs) I'm like what felt good what didn't feel good but I I know myself so well enough now that like I can just get so much done in like a shorter space of time than if I was just trying to be someone I'm not yeah, absolutely. I think that self-awareness is something that I think your creative genius really comes from there because when you know your creative process and when you own it and when you stop caring about what other people are doing, I mean, you can still experiment with some of the things that other people you know, are saying, hey, you should maybe try this. But if it doesn't work, then throw it out the window because it doesn't matter. You should only be doing things that work for you. Yeah. And, and, I think that's that um idea of like overconsumption like I've been playing around with this in my head a lot like people share their stories Mm -hmm. and it's really easy for us to read their story and feel like we have to mold ourselves to it yeah whereas I think people are sharing stories because they're just sharing their truth and we should just use it as a jumping off point to find our own truth (sighs) dang Jen that is so good. Like, I can't even follow that up with anything. That's just like a raised hands emoji right there. <laughs> I've, I don't, we've all been there when we've like, have you ever been there? Like you wake up in the morning and you're having a great day and then you go on your laptop and you log into Blog Living or Feedly and you read some posts and then two hours later, you're like, you've lost track of what you thought or felt in the first place. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you can start to feel like, oh, maybe I should do what this person is doing. Or, you know, it can definitely be hard, especially when you're trying to, you know, be in the strategy phase and then taking in other people's strategies when really you want to think about your own. I mean, yeah, it can be a really hard thing to do. But I know in this season of my life, I've been really trying to consume intentionally. So I'm trying to take a little bit of a step back from you know, just business type sources and and that kind of content and really trying to just fulfill myself creatively and think about all of these other creative things that I can do. Like I know that this weekend I'm going to go and buy some art supplies, something that I never thought in a million years I would even, even say. And I mean, I even just learned that there's a type of paint that's called gouache, which is really fun. And I think I'm going to buy it just because of how it sounds. But (laughs) I mean, it's like all of this, you know, when you're, when you're a creative entrepreneur, it can be really difficult because there are so many different people that are are trying to give you different content and there is a lot of value out there. But again, just trying to consume intentionally, trying new things and sometimes working outside of your niche and, and trying to kind of fulfill yourself in that way too can help. Yeah, you know, like I am so drawn to creative lifestyle blogs at the moment. So just yeah, creatives who are just... Yeah, just like sharing themselves. I, I don't, I'm not, I'm more likely to click on a post about how a creative is managing things in their own life than like a 10 step list post on how to 
do something because I just want to hear people's stories and this this is going to sound so woo-woo right now but the way I kind of see protecting ourselves with content with content consumption is we kind of have to walk into it with this like armor of our own values Mm, mm -hmm. in place because I think this is what happens is we we put people on pedestals at least this is what I've seen my clients struggle with a lot is like they put people on pedestals and they go to their content and they try and bend themselves yeah around the the values and the ideas and the experience of these people and Mm -hmm. I'm like put on this armor of your own values and your own intentions and take what can help you but like your voice is the most important voice in any situation when it comes to your creative work and don't put people on pedestals and you know trust yourself and yeah and you trust your creative process and have fun with it like I am so much better in my business when I am enjoying my business yeah absolutely yes what about so what out of a quirks in your creative process that most people wouldn't find like that go against the grain Oh, well, you know, of course, with the scattered part, I don't necessarily think in a super linear way. So when a friend of mine, you know, will be looking over my shoulder or something and seeing me write a blog post, a lot of people like it drives them crazy because I literally will completely abandon a sentence if my mind is going in a different place. And so if you look at my unfinished blog post, you'll see that there are just a ton of like random words and sentences and things that don't necessarily make sense, but to me that they do. So that's what's important to me. So it really kind of leaks into every single thing that I do, but I really enjoy it that way. That's awesome. That sounds crazy to me, but that's awesome. Yeah, I know a lot of people like to like start from beginning to end, make sure everything is formatted, everything is good. And mine is just like a ton of runoff sentences. And of course, you know, things come together in the end. Um, and hopefully I do not look as scattered in my blog post as, you know, what it is behind no. the scenes. But <laughs> you look like you've got it like all together. Well, you do have it all together just in your own like scattered awesome way. <laughs> yeah, snap, snap, snap. <laughs> <laughs> and what um so you've been transitioning into working from home for yourself yes what how how are you finding the the boundaries the balance how you find all that stuff I will say it's still something I'm definitely learning um I think the self-care piece is is really huge especially since you know I I am trying to in this season try a lot of different other creative things that I maybe wouldn't have tried before, like this painting that I'm thinking about doing. I also want to make a lot more time for hiking since it's going to be getting a lot warmer out in Minnesota, which is amazing. And I'm excited for it. But yeah, I mean, even just making time for smaller things like having hot chocolate around a bonfire or having picnics with friends, like whatever it may be. I really love that, you know, with us being creative entrepreneurs and working online, we really can kind of shift our schedule to fit what we want to do, which is an absolutely amazing opportunity. So I really want to make sure that I'm, you know, taking advantage of that opportunity and not necessarily feeling like, oh, okay, so I have this whole day, I'm going to work every single hour of my day, 15 hours a day, like I have in the past, um, which is, you know, it makes you feel sometimes like a workaholic. And it's something that I have been in the past, but I really, really in the season and I'm really trying to kind of balance with everything else. And I think it's it's more of a blend than a balance for me because, you know, every single day is a little bit different, but it's all about kind of listening to myself, what my cues are and knowing, okay, Kayla, you're close to burnout. Let's do something about it. Or, okay, Kayla, you have been kind of like, not necessarily lazy, but resting for too long. Like, let's kick it up a notch. 
Yeah. And just listening to yourself, isn't it? It's, um, I, did you know Alexandra Franzen? Yes. Oh my God. Oh my God. She, she's like, I just want to just, she's, she's incredible. And she has this post that I go back to over and over again. Well, she has two. I'm going to link to them both because I think they're incredible. The first one is today is not over yet. Mm -hmm. I know that one. Yeah. That's a good one. And the second one is empty the tank, which is a concept of, um, like don't half-ass your life. Like give, if you, if you're passionate about something, give it everything Mm -hmm. you've got, because if you leave if you don't you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna wonder what could have been and that's what I try and live with but but while straddling that that doesn't have to mean overexertion just for the sake of it Mm -hmm. so it's yeah it's like I I was on so I don't know if it'll have gone gone live by the time this goes up but I was interviewed for the She Percolates podcast just a few days ago oh fun yeah and one of their questions is like how do you define success and for me, like in business, for me, it's always going to be, well, right now it's having a business and a lifestyle that is a little creative life that is impactful, fulfilling mm. and sustainable. Mm-hmm. But, on a, but on a more personal level, I think I feel successful when I'm fully engaging with my life. I and love that. Not taking any, like shortcuts are useful sometimes. Like if it's quicker to cook my dinner in a certain way, I'm going to do it. But I don't want to take the kind of shortcuts that like cut the quality or the possibility of what my life can be and so that I don't know how we got onto this but what you said then about um like yeah like I feel really passionate about fully engaging with my work and my life and not leaving anything at the door when I wake up every day yes absolutely and something that I am really trying to work on too is being present and I think Mm. that seems to be something that a lot of people that I've talked to are also kind of trying to work on too but I think it can get it can be so hard because a lot of times we'll get caught up in kind of the the smaller details and and the strategy and the this and the that and the little tasks along the way, but really trying to stay present, especially, you know, when you are spending time with loved ones or even when you're creating something new, just staying present in exactly what you're doing is so, so big. And so I'm really trying to stay focused on that. Yeah. Oh, that is so important. And I'm, I'm being really selfish here because I really want to know, but will you please tell us what is happening with Create Lounge? Oh my I'm so excited to hear. Yes. Create Lounge. Oh my gosh. It has just been the most wild ride ever. I mean, I started this Twitter chat in January of 2015. So it was literally right after I graduated college. And I really just started it as kind of like a weekly gathering place for people. And I thought it would be really fun to connect with other creatives and then have them connect with one another. And that was really just kind of what it was. And it just really has grown into this truly fierce community of people who are rallying around each other to launch businesses, launch blogs, launch artwork, like and anything under the sun. These people are doing absolutely incredible things. And so we really have been seeing that people want more than just kind of a once a week kind of thing. I mean, they really see this community as something that follows them throughout their life, which is just absolutely incredible. And so in this new season, we really wanted to make sure to, you know, finally let it have its own home. So now it's not actually going to be living under my brand anymore um, of KaylaHaltz.com. It's going to be its own website, which is fun, um, over at CreateLounge.com, which is going to be launching on May 12th. So that's be, that'll be coming up after, after this podcast um, goes live. But there are some other things beyond even the website uh, that are coming up, which are really exciting, which is we're going to start doing an Instagram challenge, which by the time that this goes live, uh, 
we'll probably be into that. So if you guys want to hop on over uh, to to hashtag create lounge, we'll be doing a Twitter or <laughs> we'll be doing an Instagram chat um, over there. And then along with that, we're going to also be doing a monthly book club, which should be super fun. There have been a ton of people who have been asking for this for a while. So we're finally going to be giving them kind of a book club where all of us can read just really creative lifestyle type books and we can talk about them in a more open forum. And then the thing that I am probably most excited about uh, is that we are actually going to be launching a Create Lounge podcast, which... (gasps) Which is so fun since I'm on a podcast episode with you right now and we're going to be launching a podcast. So that's really fun. (laughs) Oh my God. Wait, also, this is like a really stupid question, but when you say we, who is the we? See, that is something that has been so, so interesting for me is that anytime that I really talk about the community as a collective, I always say we, even though it's always been Mm. me so far. But the great thing is that I'm actually going to be collaborating with Douglas Humphreys, who is a Crate Lounge regular, and he's going to be helping with the book club side of things, which is going to be awesome to have a co-host for that. And then I'm really excited, especially for the podcast, because my brother is going to be the audio producer for that. So that's just really fun to be able to bring him in on what I'm doing and see his passion kind of merge with mine. Um, It's been amazing. But yeah, so they're kind of in the we, but then the we is also in the sense of just everybody that's kind of in the collective because really it has become so much bigger than me and Create Lounge is not, is definitely not just what I put forth. I mean, every single person who comes and shows up and just shares their heart with us and their artwork and just everything. I mean, they are the we that is making all of this happen. So I'm just really grateful to be able to facilitate the space, but they all truly, truly design and create it. Oh, and Kayla, you know what? You know when people say things and sometimes, like, when you say that, I know you believe that. Like, I know that (laughs) is true. Like, and I can really relate to your brother thing because, so no, I don't talk about this enough, but this podcast would not exist without my boyfriend Alex, who is also the the audio producer of this show. So I totally, I'm just, oh man, I'm so excited. This sounds incredible. I'm crazy excited for the the podcast launch May 12th as well. Yes. So everything's kind of going to be launching around that time. And so it's been interesting because of course, you know, with us just being a Twitter chat right now, there's all these different things now that we're going to be launching. But of course I'm, I'm in this moment where I'm so excited about these things. I'm like, what's next? What's next? But really we're just going to be launching these things, seeing what our community thinks about, and then kind of going into that next chapter, which Who knows what that'll be, but I'm just so excited to be able to move this community forward, but in a really intentional way, because that was, that was really, really heavy on my heart, um, especially in, you know, kind of talking about the whole Q1 planning stage was a lot of that was because of Create Launch, because I really felt a big, big responsibility to move this in the direction that makes the most sense for the community and that can really, really give back. And so I'm... I'm getting like teary-eyed and emotional just thinking about it. But yeah, I'm I'm just really, really excited. Okay. Oh, I'm so I don't know. This is this is just like heart-driven, focused 
evolution at play with a brand here. Like it's just um, no. Congratulations! I think it's awesome that you're being so. No, I'm I'm so inspired <laughs> and excited for you. And so there's three questions that I end every show with, but I feel like the next question is pretty redundant because you probably all know the answer. But what are you hoping to make happen in 2016? Yeah, so all of that create lounge stuff for sure. And then more on the coaching side, I've actually been thinking about creating a a kind of longer term, maybe six or maybe three month. Who knows what what it'll end up being. Um, But a longer term coaching program, which allows me to meet one on one um, with a select few amount of people, but it also allows us to have more regular group calls as well as kind of a group community, because I really, really enjoy intimate community as well. I mean, I love how Create Lounge has grown, but I think being able to meet one on one with people at the same time as building that smaller tribe of people would be amazing. So that's something I'm definitely kind of planning behind the scenes that that'll probably be the last half of the year. But yeah, really, a lot of it is just kind of experimenting. I've got some product ideas that I may play around with. Um, Hopefully it won't be like that ebook I talked about before that never happens. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, really, I'm using the entire year of 2016 as just one big, huge experiment. So I'm just ready to do it. Let's go. Oh, that's awesome. So I know I've asked you this before, almost a year ago now, but anyone listening right now who is working hard to make big things happen, what would your advice be to them in from everything you've learned in this season of your life? Absolutely. I would say the biggest thing is just whatever you do, remember that done is better than perfect. Like that has mm-hmm. been my big, big motto. And it's something that really came out of being just incredibly inspired by Brene Brown's work, um, which I'm sure a lot of people listening totally know what I'm talking about. Um, But she talks a lot about vulnerability and about putting your work out there. And she has this amazing visualization that I always think about when I'm having, having a difficult time is this visualization of an arena and kind of talking about how if you put your work into the arena, you know, you can't care about all the other faceless people in the crowd who are saying other things because they're not putting themselves into the arena. So always being that person who puts themselves out there gladiator style, because, you know, when, when you do put your work out there, it can be really difficult. And it's just remembering that that's just another amazing part of the creative process is not only creating the work, but showing it too. And you're going to help so many people by by sharing your work it's it's a whole other level I just want to clap I totally agree <laughs> I feel like Brene Brown saved my creativity she like saved me from getting stuck in being afraid of the critics she's 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 incredible absolutely I always say like my my kind of like holy creative trinity is Elizabeth Gilbert and Brene Brown and Danielle Laporte those those three <gasps> gals are like mm, all sides of the triangle right there <laughs> And I feel like the answers to this question are going to be obvious because we've just heard of the awesome things you're up to. But for anyone listening, and maybe they're just getting introduced to your brand, if they can go out and like get involved with what you do and support you and just be part of the awesome work that you're doing online, where should they go? What's their next step? Yeah, well, I mean, of course, we would absolutely love to have you at the Create Launch Twitter chat. That's the main gathering uh, that we have. And so we meet on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Central every single week. And when the podcast comes out, we're going to start to have the podcast come out on Thursdays. And then the following Wednesday, it's going to be really the open discussion with as well. The the special guest for those weeks are going to be the podcast episode um, guests. So it's just going to be a really fun way to open up the conversation while still being able to have those intimate, real 
raw, transparent conversation. So I'm just really excited about it. And I hope that all of you listening will will come and be a part of it as well. I cannot wait to see all of this. I'm so I'm so excited for you, Kayla. Thank you so much for making the time to come on the show today. And there we have it, the 10th episode of season two of the Make It Happen podcast. As always, you can dig into the show notes over at makeithappenpodcast.com. And if you've enjoyed this season, I would be so grateful if you left the show a rating and a review over on iTunes too. Look out for the final mini episode on Monday and head over to jenkarrington.com if you'd like to keep up to date with my blog and find out how we can work together too if you're ready to really make big and beautiful things happen in your creative work and life. Thank you so much for listening this season and more than anything I'm really rooting for you in your creative journey and I hope you continue to make incredible things happen along the way.